Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 30 rappers remain from the auditions. Once they get out of the ciphers, there's only going to be 16 left. Stay tuned right now. We're going to break it all down. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah, there it is. Welcome back, AfterBuzzers. Uh, this is the After Show for Rhythm and Flow. My name is Nate Miller. Here with me, my lovely co-host, talented music writer, uh, avid listener of Nipsey Hustle currently. Yeah. Shayna's here with me. What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, so we are back to talk about um, the fifth episode. Uh, finally, kind of where the competition kind of starts. Uh, like I said in the beginning, we get these ciphers, uh, seven groups of about four to five rappers in each group, uh, and they all kind of get their little impression and... We get to see which ones of them are going to move forward and which ones, you know, aren't, which is a lot of them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? Jane? Overall thoughts, I gave it like a B plus if I had to give it a grade, mostly because, again, like we said, the last episode that we did, it's just like too much of the background stories and not enough of like the actual competition. Like two of the groups, we didn't get to hear any of their verses. Like it yeah. was like five seconds. And I'm like, well, this is what I'm watching the show for. Right, yeah, I agree. It's so, still a lot of bloat. From what I saw, it was good, but I had to give it like a B plus because I'm like, I want to see more. Yeah. I would if I if we were doing letter grades, I would say the same thing. This is the one I've I had i I've tried to introduce some people to the show and they, a lot of people have had issues getting past the first few auditions episodes. So I've started telling people just start here because this is where the competition kind of really starts. Um, but I agree, there's still a little bit too much and even in the way that some of the groupings were chose, I feel like that could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but it was it's definitely a step up for me, much more enjoyable. Like this is what I want to see is people rapping competitively, you know, right next to each other yes. and then kind of getting that grade. That was really cool. Honestly, I feel like even if they did one round or t- or even just maybe two episodes of like the auditions and then do more episodes of like the ciphers and right. stuff because exactly. I just like that's where we really see like what they can do. I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. You know, Netflix producers take notes. <laughs> Next time, the, you should do the audition. Should really be like maybe maybe two episodes. Yeah. If you're you know just kind of sparsely, and mm-hmm. then the first round, especially when you have thirty people selected, I, I want to see more of the Cypress. Yeah. I really like you know all their auditions. This is stuff that they had already written and, and rehearsed and a lot right. of this stuff, you know. So for them to come in and now they're in these groups and now they've got to start essentially from scratch. You know, of course they can reuse bars and stuff, but crunch time. Yeah, it's a it's this is this is where that competition comes into play and like how what you what how are you going to stand up under pressure? Like right. what it, what are you really made of? Kind and of what we saw was a lot of people folded. Yes, and, a lot of people. You know, it's it was an interesting episode on that behalf because it's like some people that I thought would do really well in a cipher situation, like totally flopped. Yeah. So, um, so we got that really cool, you know, intro of them all walking into the warehouse in mm-hmm. LA. Uh, the one thing that I kept being reminded of when I watched this is I, f- I didn't, I didn't realize that not all of the judges have had seen all the contestants before because I was thinking about. LA and how they've right. seen all the people but 
So it was funny when a lot of them would get in front of the judges and be like, oh, my God, this T.I., like, I didn't see him before. And now, like, yeah. it's like a thing. Uh, yeah. So they brought King Los in. Uh, Loved that. Big L.A. rapper. Uh, very serious, involved in ciphers and battle raps. Um, incredibly talented rapper. Writes for a lot of your favorite people. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. And I, you know, he goes on throughout the show to kind of come and coach them on lyrics and stuff and i really appreciate everything that he said like he gives great great feedback Um, yeah to me he's he gives a lot of like technical validity to the show because the judges you know sometimes they give good notes but they're more about personality where los is like when he talks to them about what they're working on he talks in terms of like you know up your cadence like you need some space I, i can't understand you like then talking to them about that classic cypher setup of um set up metaphor punchline like stuff like that is stuff that it's it's kind of intangible it's like an unwritten rule almost Mm -hmm. so for him to be out there like trying to help people do stuff is is really cool no yeah i definitely thought it was like a super beneficial part of the show and again i wanted more of it that they didn't give us um but it was it was cool to see him kind of give individual criticism to certain people um just because like everything he said is just kind of like you know, it's kind of like hearing it from a professor at school. Like, he's done this. He's so respected in that cypher battle rap kind of world that, like, I'm sure it was, like, super cool for them to even get that type of criticism at the time. Yeah, it definitely comes from in, in a place of, like, experience. Right. Um, so I just want to point out the things that he mentions that they're going to be judged on is lyrics, flow, delivery, connectivity, and conviction. Uh, the connectivity and conviction I, th- I found to be interesting. You know, lyrics, flow, delivery is kind of standard, but I think I do think that's important. Being able to connect, like we hear the judges talk about wanting to get to know the person, and I think that's mm-hmm. that connectivity of like being open, and then the conviction also of like sounding like you actually believe what you say, like that kind of realism, rawness, and I think some of them had it and some of them didn't. So let's just kind of get into the groups here. The first group that we saw um, was, had Troy Man. Uh, Jacob, One Take Carter, and Flawless Real Talk. Yes. Okay, so for me, this whole group, um, I loved Flawless. Obviously, the last episode we did, I, I said I think he's amazing. Um, and he killed he killed his cypher. Oh, yeah. um, I also thought that Troy Man did pretty good. He just doesn't have, like, a wow factor to me. I like, agree. I think he can rap, but there's just, like... I need a little bit more. Like, yeah. there's something missing. He doesn't have the secret sauce. Right. And then Jacob messed up, which was kind of sucky because I like Jacob. I like how he started, too. I really liked his flow. Yeah. But... It was like he was trying so hard to get to the Demi Lovato line that it was like he messed up the line before it. Yeah. And I was a little disappointed in that. But, I mean, it it was okay because one take Carter completely flopped. That's funny because I... I did like kind of rankings for me, and I put Jacob on the bottom and one take Carter above him, even really? though because he did, he messed up too. He but did. I liked that whole, he said, uh, obtuse, guava juice, like that whole, the first that, line. just that whole rhyme scheme and that pattern. I was like, yes, that was, that was tight. <laughs> if he had just not, you know, said, fuck, I'm a prostitute, like, yeah. But I do have to say, like, that realization of him realizing, like, oh shit, I did say it wrong, like, T.I. Going, uh, that's not what you said. <laughs> right. <laughs> was, right. was awesome. Yeah, it was just, I couldn't give him my vote because I felt like he messed up a little bit worse. Yeah. I, I would, that's that's funny because I would definitely say Jacob messed up worse. But, <laughs> um, Perspective. Yeah, I guess. It's like a, it's just like a taste thing. 
Um, but both of them, either way, like, and this is why somebody like Troy Man, like, who's obviously talented and he can execute, right? And that like is going to put you above other people in this competition. But do you have like what it takes to win? Like someone like Flawless does, which has that. Like, there is no doubt with him in this group that he's at the top. Like, yeah. there is no question, especially him going at the end. Right. They even said at the beginning. I think it was London B. At the beginning of the episode, she was like, "It's we're coming for Flawless. Like he's the oh, one yeah. to come for." He's, yeah, he's done this, and even Ti mentions that last year Flawless was on one of the BET ciphers, and like, right. he's been around. Uh, but yeah, he he absolutely crushed it. So from this group, the judges uh, obviously they took flawless as their number one, mm-hmm. uh, and then they took Troy Man, which I was happy with. Yeah. Uh, then it was kind of between Jacob and Wente Carter, right? With them ultimately sending Wente Carter home. I think honestly, like it was, it's more so, and it, it shouldn't be. But for me, it was like your name is Wente Carter. Yeah. Like no, you he can't, said that. No, you're you right. can't mess up on the first one. Yeah. I think, I think he, I think if he, if he didn't mess up. I think Jacob would have gone home. I think had them both not yeah. messed up, I think Jacob would have gone home. But I think one take harder messing up is what kept Jacob in. I agree. And I do like him, Jacob, and, and I'm curious to see, you know, if he can perform and not keep crack, cracking under pressure again. Right. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. So the next group uh, is D Smoke, Ali Tamanique, Savannah Hanna, and King Vibe. Um I love D Smoke. I told love. you last time. He, yep. I think he's going to win. He's my pick. Um, <laughs> and he crushed it. I don't think that. I I don't think that that cipher environment is like his space necessarily. Yeah. I don't think that he like blew anybody away. Um, but the the bars were tight. His cadence was good. He performed well, and he popped the Spanish in there again flawlessly. But like so good. Yeah. Just like, like he so, comes in and out of it. Like I mean, he's a Spanish so teacher. Smooth. So True. But I mean, I feel like even Cardi said it where it's just like, it's it's hard to like, even be rhyming with what you said in English and oh, yeah. Spanish. He did. In this cipher is cool because he, 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 the, the rhyme scheme still, he still says it in English. So he says like three quarters of the bar right. in Spanish and then says like, it's like intuition or something in that like rhyme scheme and then does it again and then says the the rhyme again in English, yeah. which is also crazy because uh, he's rhyming <laughs> cross languages. Exactly. That's nuts. Exactly. Um, he was dope. Ali Tamanique, Little Childish Gambino. Yeah. Um, Chance thinks he's gimmicky. I do think he's kind of gimmicky too, but I feel like Chance has some weird like... Something against yeah, him. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like this is that Chance bias. There's something going on with him. I don't know. Um, in the last, in the auditions, he wasn't my, I didn't really like him all that much, but I liked him in this, in the cypher round. I thought he did really well. Um, way better than the audition, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. I think he had more confidence and, you know, yeah. especially without the Rubik's Cube and stuff. Yeah. It was a little weird, but this is the thing, like, again, next to someone like D Smoke, like, it didn't, it didn't blow me away. It was right. good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, if I had to, if it was picking between them, like, you're not going to win. It's like the wow factor again. Right. Uh, Savannah Hannah was up next. Yeah. So she just wasn't engaging for me. Yeah. And then, like, also her lyrics are just too surfacey. I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I kind of was just like, uh, like, once she went, I was like, dang, she sent herself home. Yeah. Yeah. She's someone I think. You know, I think the judges picked her because they saw she has potential, and I and I do think that she has potential, but I don't think that she's just ready yet. Yeah, I think she just needs more time. I think a lot of the people on here are like that because it's it's difficult to you know to do not only to like perform and get yourself out there like that, but to do it on TV on like a, with in front of cameras in a competition, a huge scale. Yeah, like yeah. it's hard to compete with art in general. Uh, and then King Vibe was the last one from that group. 
Yeah, he was cool. Um, I just I like D Smoke and Ali Tamanique better. Yep. So and since he went last, it was like it made me not like it as much. Yeah, he, I was I was hoping that he would bring something kind of different, and it was just I don't know. Generic is just the word I would use. Not necessarily bad, but just yeah. like kind of generic. Yeah, for sure. So from that group, uh, they pushed D Smoke through and Ali Tamanique through. Uh, it was between King Vibe and Savannah Hannah. And uh, King Vive got to stay by a vagina hair, which is what Cardi B said. <laughs> that is what she it's said. A very Cardi B line. Uh, and they sent Savannah home, and I'm not, I'm not that surprised. Um, yeah, I think that was the right decision. Yeah, I agree. I think with that group, yeah, especially given that performance, like she didn't flub, but she just didn't. There just wasn't like without flubbing, like what, what's the excuse for for it not being engaging? Yeah. You know? Uh, group three. This is kind of one of the interesting ones. Two Live Bree. <laughs> yep. Uh, Beans, Inglewood IV, and Big Mouth Bow. Oh, man. So, I love Beans. Beans crushed it. Crushed she, it. She, like, destroyed it. As it was, I expected her cr- to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, Two Live Bree. He sounded out of breath the whole time. I don't know what was going it on. It was, like, hard to understand a little bit because I literally, it was, like, Take a breath. Like, I take a breath. I think maybe that's breath. what it was. I think maybe he was just off or yeah. something. Because no, I, went, I watched nerves. his audition thing again, and he was okay. But it was just kind of, I don't know what happened. He yeah. got up there, and he, he flubbed a couple of times. Yeah. And, like, didn't really recover either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Inglewood IV, I like him. I like the Western thing. Now that he's not doing murder, 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 like... <laughs> I thought that was dope. I thought I liked his his part in Cipher. Yeah, I did too. I I think he held it down for like his city as well, like yes. how he ended it. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that part. Um, it was a cool verse. I liked it. Yeah, uh, and then Big Mouth Bo. Uh, She's always talking real stuff. I'll say that from the two time or two times, yeah, because she didn't take the third no. the third audition one. Yeah. Um, so the two times that we saw her, I think that I liked her more in the audition round. Uh, but I thought it was still a good performance. Agreed. I I was hoping that since she skipped the main audition that she would, you know, really bring some heat here. But I feel like it wasn't that. It was good, but it was kind of like middle of the road for me. Yeah. Um, so from that group, they sent to Live Bree home, which was kind of a given. They, I, I would, I think, you know, obviously, I th- in my opinion, Beans was the best. And I think the rest of them were kind of close. Um, but he's was like way far below the yeah. standard of everyone else. I mean, you literally, it was so hard to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's K. Woo. Group four. Maddie Mook. <laughs> oh, man. Just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> who, who, who did this? I literally was like watching it and then writing my notes and I just put like, wasn't my vibe. Like, just nothing about it was my uh, vibe. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Couldn't under- really understand her either. Uh, G Mamba. Um, I didn't remember him from the auditions, I but I thought he did pretty decent from what we saw. I feel like that that was like the first group that they kind of. I was like, okay, because I didn't really remember Maddie Mook either. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. They did like the. This is where they started doing like the super cuts where they didn't pl- play it through. They kind of. They played like part of their. It, right. Yeah. So, like, from what I heard from G Mamba, I thought. He did good. I don't even, to be honest with you, I watched this episode. I watched it twice today before I came in. I don't remember <laughs> you. <laughs> like, at all. I think he's from Chicago. I do remember him, though. I remember, I mean, I didn't like it, but I remember Maddie Mook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caleb Colossus. 
Uh, I think he did great. Uh, yeah, I like I, his voice. I like his rap scheme, like yeah. the rhyme scheme. Yeah. Like I think he's really dope with like his wordplay and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I think he is really creative and tr- he always tries to do something different. Not yes. like not like Maddie Mook different, but like <laughs> but not. You really don't like Maddie Mook. It's just I, I was just like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, and then London B, who I also think did did pretty good. Yeah, I so lyrically, I don't think it was like the greatest performance, but I love her energy and her confidence and the way she delivers her rap. I was like, oh, like, she has something that people are going to want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, like, a personality thing. Um, I don't know. I'm not not crazy about her as much as I feel like the judges like her, Um, but... I don't know. I could be swayed. It's, it just kind of depends on how the rest of the competition plays out. Yeah. Um, but before we move on and cover the rest of these groups, uh, I just wanted to say thank you. That's right. You, the viewer. Thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Uh, because for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. And uh, no matter where you are listening right now, leave us a comment so you can get involved. Uh, we really love this show. We love hip-hop. We love talking about this stuff. You love this stuff. You love hip-hop. Let's talk about it together. Join the conversation. Uh, being a part of AfterBuzz just really means a lot to all of us, and we truly appreciate you guys for supporting us for doing what we love. <laughs> and on that note, uh, yeah, the next group, this is another one of those ones that they just kind of super cut through. Also, in my opinion, this was just a strange grouping choice, period. Oh, wait. Uh, we didn't go over who got cut in the last group. G-Mamba and Maddie Mook got cut. Yeah. No if te- you couldn't tell. No tears were shed. <laughs> by Nate's thoughts on that. <laughs> uh, first, Sasha Gohard. My girl. Sasha, don't go hard. I know. She can. She can. I know she can. But not... This is just I not this competition know. is just not the place for her. She she forgot her lyrics and she also forgot her lyrics the, fir- the first go round so it was just like girl you didn't come prepared you weren't ready for the competition. That's just what it is. I just feel like she's not yeah. No, I mean I don't feel bad that she went home. I just feel bad that that's just she went home like that cuz I know that she could do better than that but you know, it's different when you're rapping in your room, putting out records. It's different than rapping in front of a bunch of people, yeah. especially rapping in front of Ti, Chance, and Cardi B. You know, yeah. for a chance at 250 grand for sure. And like going into a competition where like this is your passion, that's what you want to do with your life, and you mess up that bad because Cardi B and Ti are in in front of you. Yeah, is not a good start. No, uh, Cakes Tequila. See, I like him. I like him, too. Again, we saw five seconds of his verse, so yeah. it was hard to even say it's how he did. Yeah. Um, but then Cardi B hated it, so yeah. it was like, oh, well, I, I must have missed out on something. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I felt, because like I wasn't crazy about what I heard, but what I heard didn't seem bad, and I liked him. I liked his audition a lot. Same. Um, so I was kind of expecting a better type of him, I guess, but he, from the way that he was talking about it, it seemed like he was not really happy with it either. Like Yeah, after, he was like, oh, I just it. tried something different. Yeah. But I'm like, well, I wish that I could have heard it. Now, this guy Again. is a true star. <laughs> Nike Turbo. <laughs> you got to do, do the Turbo Listen, dance. He should, he should really do that more often and get himself viral, at the oh, very he's least. He's definitely going to get some kind of, at least in his hometown, he's got, he's definitely Instagram famous. For sure. He's um, got to be. Man, that guy's got a lot of energy. He's not a bad rapper. It's just he's definitely not what they're looking for yeah. in this competition. 
Yeah. I didn't think he was terrible. It was just like the most memorable thing from aside from his dance was like his teeth. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I'm just too distracted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little little too standouty. Um Amavi uh completely fl- completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was just too nervous even before she went on. She was just like, I'm going to be nervous until they call my name. And I'm like, ooh ooh ooh, this isn't going to go good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was really hoping that would be good too. Yeah. Uh, and then Old Man Saxon, who I I don't think he necessarily had a strong showing. I'm a big fan of his, and I was kind of disappointed. But in that group that he was in, yeah, I was gonna say in the group he looked dope, right? As hell. But if he was up in another group, it I don't think it would have been as impressive. Yeah, I I really am into his whole like I don't want to call it a niche or like a gimmick, but like I'm into his vibe, yeah. like. The whole old man thing is cool because, yeah. like, his flow is crazy. His flow is crazy. And yeah. I, I'm, like, I don't even, I don't, I hesitate to, like, describe it the wrong way. But it's almost like, it's not necessarily joke rap, but he's writing these really smart, witty lines that, like, not only rhyme and flow together really well, but when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's, that's really funny. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, to me, that's really creative writing. So from this group, uh, they cut everyone except for <laughs> Old Man Saxon. And I mean, it, yeah. It kind of feels like maybe they set it up to be that way. I don't know. You think so? I don't know. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> all this stuff is produced. It was Very also true. weird because they started, like, for these last two groups, they started doing this thing where they, they weren't even really ciphering. They would, like, rap and stop and then start the beat up again and start rapping. Like I feel like that's the way that they, they edited it that way. Like, is that what happened? I think so. But, again, like, Netflix... Or whoever is doing this rhythm and flow show. Like, we want to see the whole thing. Yeah. The <laughs> like, rapping part is the most important part. We want to part. see the whole thing because, like you said, like, you took it as, like, okay, they stopped and they restarted. I took it as, like, okay, you guys are you guys are cutting this really weird. Like, right. editing it really weird. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was those two groups are just, like, five seconds of their verse. Yeah. So it's hard to even say if they did good or bad. Yeah. Uh, group six, we have Felicia George, C. Rose, K. Machiavelle, Joe Ham, and Ray Khalil. This was like the young kids group. They put all the young people together. Yeah. Um, I like <laughs> Felicia George. She messed up, but I don't like. I like her, but I don't think that she has what it takes to win. Um, I think this was the worst group out of everyone. Per, yeah, I mean, for me, it was like by far the worst of, group of the ones that we actually saw the True. whole thing. True. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, Felicia was cool. She did mess up, but I liked how she recovered. Like, yeah. a lot of the people, when they messed up, they just picked up, like, on their next thing. Like, she kind of came from the top of the head, right. which I respected. Yes, same. So. Like, it takes a lot to, to like, keep to keep it moving. Because even as we see in this group, like, Joe Ham, like... I think it's Jay Ham. Jay, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, I do have an A, too. Jay Ham just completely lost it and didn't deliver no he bars. He didn't even never finish the up. rap. Yeah. He, he just, just walked back. I'm like, ooh. Which is got to, I mean, he's an 18-year-old kid, so that's, it's a lot of sure. pressure. And, you know, maybe now is not the right time, but, man, that's got to, that was rough. Yeah. Uh, Kay McAvell also, like, you're supposed to be the chosen one. And she just got up there and didn't do anything. Like, yeah. she rapped a little bit, but, like. I was disappointed in her. She started it on a stumble. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. On, yeah, she, like, <laughs> this isn't that's gonna be bad. Good. When you start the cypher and you miss the, fir- the, the first, first line. beat, like. Yeah. Mm. Rough. Uh, C. Rose. C. Rose I had to go back and watch because as I was writing my notes, I was like, oh, I don't remember C. Rose. Me either. So I went back to watch it, and I mean, it wasn't anything memorable. 
I guess, to say that. But um, he sounded all right. It was just, like, another thing where we only heard, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. So that could also be a reason why we didn't really remember yeah. him. Um, Ray Khalil. Best one out of the group. Love her. Opinion, for sure. Uh, I liked it. I really liked the singing part that she incorporated in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she did a great job. Uh, she's the only one. She, Her and Felicia... Uh, are the two that move forward in that group. Right. I think that her delivery is so confident and strong that it makes you want to hear what she has to say. Like, in some of them where I was saying, like, I just, they weren't engaging. Like, she kept my attention the whole time she was rapping. Yeah. So, she's going to do good in the next round, I think. I think so, too, yeah. Um, so, the last group, group seven, is Sam Be Yourself, Kaylee Crossfire, <laughs> AJ The One, and Arion. Arion. Whatever his little punk ass name is. <laughs> uh, I love Arian. I really I do. I think he's really talented, but I think I it's I just look at him and I see that youthful arrogance where like you're eighteen, you think you know everything and you're like you an adult. I think so. I think he's I think like his lack of confidence is what's gonna get in his way. Like and all the like background stories that they show of him like when he's not rapping he's like i don't know if i did good like i don't know if i can like i'm so nervous yeah. like i have to call my mom like but he does that but he does that when he's by himself but then when he's around everyone that's when he starts acting. you gotta fake it till you make it yeah i guess <laughs> anyways his verse was good he had a really great rhyme scheme it. and went into like double time there at the end and yeah. that was very impressive and it was it was he was saying stuff too he wasn't just mm-hmm. rapping fast yeah that was cool i love when people are able to change their flow within the same verse yes like super dope yep uh sam be yourself it was okay uh i like him again like he's another one that like i put him in the same box as troy man where i think he's talented i think yeah. he can do it but i think he just needs like some there's kind something of secret sauce yeah to mm-hmm. make him more of like an artist that's like palpable i definitely agree uh kaylee crossfire I don't know. I kind of like the verse, but it. I don't. I feel like she wasn't really saying anything. She reminds me of like a baby Cash doll. I don't know if you listen to Cash yeah. doll. Yeah. But maybe it's her voice, her accent, or something. Um, but she reminded me of her, but like not as good. So it was hard for me to like okay. like her because I was like, "Ooh, you're kind of like Cash doll, but like you're not as good as Cash doll." So yeah. now I'm not into it. Yeah. Uh, and then AJ the one. I don't remember. I don't remember her from the auditions at all, but. She she had the curly hair. She had like oh, right. the um, bell bottom jeans. Uh, oh, that's right. She had like the woman empowerment yes. thing and the booty but popping. Like, but I didn't get woman empowerment from her verse. Me either. That's what she said it was based yeah. on. But, yeah. yeah. But uh, she just wasn't entertaining. She wasn't terrible, but she wasn't entertaining. Yeah. Very low energy, mm-hmm. not super charismatic. Yeah. 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 So from that group, uh, Kaylee and AJ were eliminated, and Ariane and Sam yourself got to move on. So we've cut down to 16 contestants from 30. Yeah, um, which is ha- exciting. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a much more tolerable number. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, I en- enjoy being able to, like, now that more people have moved on and they've proved that they're worthy being invested in, now I want to get mm-hmm. to know a little bit more about them. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited to see more competition, especially, like, you know, next episode is the battle raps. So getting the rappers one on one, that's this is a whole no, another thing. Which is like the ciphers, <laughs> like it's one thing for you to have a song, it's one thing for you to audition, it's another thing for you to write bars about someone else and rap them in their face. You know, yeah, and that's not hard. Mess up, that's hard. Yeah, uh, so I'm really excited for that. 
I'm super excited. I like, I think I told you in the first episode we did, like, I live for rap battles. And I'm really excited to see, obviously, Flawless. I want to see Beans, though, too, because she's never, she's that's not really her thing. Mm-mm. But the way that she raps, you would think it is her oh, thing. Oh, yeah. She should, she should fit in yeah. perfectly exactly. in that world. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, overall, great episode. Uh, would like to see a little bit more of the rapping, but I was really happy to get into the meat of the competition. Uh, I think the judges did a good job in their deliberation and picking who they wanted to move forward. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited to you know move on with that top 16. Definitely. So we've got a couple of things. We have our special segment, <coughs> and of course we have predictions. But before we do all of that, we're going to get into some news. Oh. Yes. So the news for today is Cardi B is going to be in the new Fast and Furious. You heard that right. So Fast and Furious 9 is coming out. And it was supposed to actually come out in April of this year, but it got pushed to 2020. Uh, it's supposed to be in May. And Cardi B and Vin Diesel were on Instagram to announce that she is going to be in the new movie, which I'm excited for. I mean, she was just in Hustlers, and she did pretty good. She wasn't in it that much, so I don't know exactly how much acting that she can do. But we're definitely going to find out in Fast and Furious 9. And for all you Fast uh, fans, The Rock isn't going to be in this uh, movie, which is kind of a bummer. But we do have a new celebrity in it, and that is Cardi B, and I'm so excited to see what she does. And this, uh, again, May 22nd is supposed to be the release date in 2020. Wait, so this is the one that was supposed to come out this year? Yes. I thought this was, like, the next one. This is, well, basically it says that the original release was April 2019 for Fast Furious 9. I am very And it got pushed. it got pushed back. I don't think I've seen 7 or 8. What? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I like the movies when they're about cars. <laughs> back when, I mean, yeah, back they, when Ludacris was in it. I loved Ludacris. Too they fast, need to bring that him was back. my jam. Yeah. That was the one. Thank you for that. Wonderful news. Congratulations, Cardi. You know, hopefully this is the start of a long, fortuitous acting career. Yeah. I think she's hilarious. I think she's, she's a so great funny. personality. And I think she's a really good performer. So mm-hmm. I think she has all of the, you know, in the right environment. I yes. think she could definitely kill some roles. Yeah, I mean, in the Instagram video, she was saying how tired she was and um, how, like, she has to wait. You know, you, acting is like getting ready and waiting yeah. for so long. Oh, yeah. And she was basically saying in a different post that, like, she's used to doing long hours but actually doing stuff. Right. So she was just so tired. Yeah, because you sit around and you just get sleepy because you're not doing anything. All right. All right, so for our special <laughs> segment of the week... Uh, well, Shayna, I'm going to throw it to you. Okay, so special segment. We are doing more than rapper again. And this week we're going to be talking about T.I. Because he's already on the show, so it makes sense. Um, he has been basically in philanthropy forever. But specifically, in 2012, he started a Give Like a King campaign, an effort to help the homeless veterans around the country, which is so dope. I think that um, homelessness, especially here in L.A., but, like, all over in major cities, um, is definitely a problem. And so he is helping with those who have served that are homeless uh, through his campaign. He also was recognized for his nonprofit organization, the Harris Community Works, which he heads, and um, also for the Love of Fathers, which focuses on aiding people with Alzheimer's disease and dementia. And according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Democratic State Senator 
uh, Donzella James sponsored the resolution to honor T.I.'s work through his organizations in the state of Georgia. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I love T.I. I love him, too. He's, like, he's been one of my favorite rappers, and I, I went through a phase where I listened to a lot of him, and since then, it's I don't really listen to him that much, mm-hmm. um, but I still do have a lot of nostalgia for some of those old records. Um, but even more than that, like his influence is heard on the industry. Like, he, I don't want to say that he created trap music, because we don't really know who created trap music, but he definitely was Brought one of the key yeah, in making it a thing. And like almost kind of defining like what it is, uh, and not only is he an incredible rapper and rapper and songwriter and performer, but he's also really smart and articulate. And I like the way that he uses his platform to speak on things and and express yeah. his opinions. And you know, uh, I don't know if if you know about his his podcast that he does expeditiously. expeditiously. Yes, mm-hmm. expeditiously, which he says, <laughs> which is time. so funny because that. That whole he got that was like a viral clip when he was talking to uh, Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. He, he said expeditiously, and then it just took off, and he was like, "I like this." He says it like six times in the show. He says it all the time. He likes it, yeah. Um, but, but that's yeah. what I like about Ti mostly because like he does so many different things. Where like he is a great rapper. He's d- dabbled in acting. Mm-hmm. He's so smart. He's in politics. Like he has his own podcast. Like I just feel like he kind of takes all of him and gives it to the world um however he can so yeah i mean even like i don't watch a lot of reality but even like ti and tiny like seeing him be there for his kids and raise them and how their family dynamic is and stuff like it's endearing i i feel like i know him more than i you know really do right Um, but yeah he's a really great guy i'm really glad that he's involved in this as well especially as you know quote unquote the og especially next to chance and cardi relative newcomers right. uh, because he has not only the performing experience and the skills but he has the business experience too because he run he's runs a label he has artists you know he knows how to invest in like real businesses not just buying a studio and you know producing records like yes he really knows what he's talking about so yeah Great, great rapper, T.I. Definitely more than a rapper. Chef, chef, yeah, ooh, yes. <laughs> a lot more, yeah. Uh, yeah, check him out if you've never really kind of dove into his stuff. Um, he put out a new record this year. It's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, I think we should do some predictions, maybe? Yes. After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, Shana, you go first. Okay, so my predictions um, are kind of the same as, as from the auditions. Like, I still love Flawless. I still love Beans. I think they're both going to go far in this competition. I'm excited to see the battle raps from both of them. And I think, like, a sleeper for the battle raps is going to be Old Man Saxon. I think up against somebody specifically and able to write something, like you were saying as far as his witty comments and I jokes. Agree. I think he's going to be really good. I agree. I would say the same thing about, um, what's his name? Uh, Sam Be Yourself. Uh, he would be my kind of like dark horse pick for the okay. for the battle rafts because I do think as a talented writer with good punchlines, I think given the right opponent, he could be able to pick up a part. Uh, I don't know how well his delivery is going to be, but I think if he can get the right lines and get the right laughs, like, yeah. you know, it might not necessarily matter. Um, especially when you have that kind of energy of battle raps. Uh, you know, I'm sticking with D Smoke as my guy all the way through. I'm sorry for whoever has to go up against him. Same <laughs> thing with Flawless, too. Like, yeah. there's certain people that it's going to be interesting to see who they pair with who because it's going to be like, this is a close competition. You know, this is challenging. Or it's going to be like, all right, basically you're going home. <laughs> like, and yeah. you, have, you have one shot to pull something like incredible out. And if you don't do that, 
Goodbye. See ya. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting magic. But I'm just really excited to, to see the battle wrapping because this is that competitive spirit, the bars against bars. Yeah, like, this is where you really know, like, who is a true rapper and who isn't. Mostly because, like, given true rappers can maybe not... But they're giving time to write. I was going to say, like, battle raps, like, are, are normally written. So it's not really, like, a freestyle where, like, not everybody can do it. But it's definitely an art form and a skill that not every rapper has. Who do you think is going to go home next week? One person you think that might get eliminated. One person that I think will get eliminated. I would say... <laughs> Out of everybody we've got... I don't think Felicia George is going to do well. You stole my pick. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Mostly because she's very um, zened out. Yeah. And, like, uh, especially if she goes against a girl. Like, I think, yeah. I feel like she's not going to be able to, like, come so, out of, like, we're both queens. Right. You know? <laughs> Just going to be building her up the whole time. Yeah. So I don't know that she's going to be great in battle rap. All right. Well, my second pick, because you stole my pick. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Ray Khalil is going to cut it. Like I'm, really? I, I'm torn because I, I really like her and I'm curious to see what she would do. But I also, just based on like what we've seen of her and like the performances she's given and like that little background of her, like mm-hmm. she just seems like not battle tested, not battle ready. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it very much depends on who she goes up against. Uh, the right person, you know, maybe she could win. But if she's up against like Flawless or D Smoke or, oh, yeah. you know, like Beans, like they're just going to, I think. Honestly, I think anybody, her. whoever goes up against Flawless is going home. Like, unless he messes up himself. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a given. Yeah. Which is kind of rough. Kind of rough. <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. I think we did it. We hit all the points. This Uh, is fun. $250,000 on the line. No record deal, but uh, free, essentially free publicity. And uh, they get to do, going to do some guest feature records later on, too. Uh, And that, like a Spotify Live show or something. Oh, yeah. So, pretty decent prize. Rep Caviar. Money, no strings attached is no, like, kudos to Netflix for doing that. Because a lot of shows would do this kind of music thing and then end up in a contract where they own you and own your stuff or something. Yeah. So, very exciting. Super dope. That's good for the artists. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Uh, we're going to be back some other time to talk <laughs> the rest of the series uh, and break that all down. My name is Nate Miller. You can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. And I'm your girl Shayna. You can find me at Shay Live. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.